The contents of the lab report are meant for educational purposes only and are not to be misconstrued as medical diagnosis or treatment advice. Today on The Lab Report, the healing power of laughter. You know, there are some real physiological benefits. That's hilarious, Patty. <laughs> Thank you. The world of medicine can be challenging. Clinicians and patients are always looking for more options, more effective treatments, and in the end, more answers. Functional and integrative medicine focuses on addressing root causes of disease. Here at Genova Diagnostics, we've watched this field evolve and grow for over 35 years. We've not only adapted, we've led. Join us as we talk about functional medicine, laboratory testing, and optimizing health. Welcome to the Lab Report. <laughs> Some might say I laugh too much. I don't think anyone can laugh too much. I mean, unless they're like inappropriately laughing. Okay. Hi, Michael Chapman. Hello, Patty Dovers. How are you today? I'm doing so great. Do my broadcast voice. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Welcome to the lab report. Welcome everyone to this podcast brought to you by Genova Diagnostics, where we talk about things like functional medicine, specialty lab testing, integrative therapeutics, and the like. And in case you've missed it, it's called the lab report. (laughs) And if you're new to this podcast, welcome. And if you're returning, thank you. And we hope everyone has gone by this time to iTunes or Spotify and subscribed, rate, review, download, stars, the whole bit. You Especially know. you, Joe. You know who you are. You know who you are. It's time for you to go out there and sub- and subscribe and give us some <laughs> ratings and some reviews. You can also email us, Joe. Yeah, Joe. In case you didn't know, the email address is podcast at gdx.net. Now you know, Joe. You think Joe goes by Joseph, actually? Maybe. Okay. Anyway. Who's Joe? I don't know. Let's move on. Okay. I think it's Oliver, your cue. Chappers, what are we talking about today? Yeah, good, Chappers. Good question. Uh, we are going to be talking about laughter. Not even just to do a is, comedy routine. It's really just to talk about the physiology of laughter. That's right. We're going to actually get into some science. It's not going to be all silliness, although there was a little bit of extra silliness on the front end just to sort of prime the episode, get you guys <laughs> in the right headspace. You'll thank uh, us later. Patty, where are we starting here? Well, There's a lot to unpack about laughter. There certainly is. Okay, well, let's start with the fun fact. All right, I'll get the dinger ready. The fun fact ding. Did you know that women laugh far more than men? I didn't know that. Which actually plays out on this podcast because you just say random things and I crack up. Yeah, I don't know what that's about either. <laughs> so, so that's like a social norm. And men actually look for females who are just a good audience and laugh. Is that true? It's partially a social cue. Yes. That seems, like a, a, that seems like a generalization. It is. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Okay. What is laughter? Like what? Where does it come from? It's such a weird thing because it's, it's involuntary, mm-hmm. and it's a response to your environment. Like where does it come from? It's so weird, don't and you think? Like when you yeah. really try to think about the origin of what makes and the fact that it's so subjective. Like what's? I, I just want to know what the, the biochemistry, the biology, the physiology of laughter is. I know it seems like such a nebulous topic, but there's actually a lot of research on laughter. And it comes down to several theories. And who's paying for this research? There's a lot. I'm telling you, there's a lot of research out there. I believe you. And they follow. You don't have to yell at me. (laughs) Calm down, Patty. (laughs) So give me some deets about laughter. (laughs) Give me a little bit of the info about where laughter comes from. There's this MCET theory, motion creates energy theory. And it really talks about how there's spontaneous or intuitive laughter versus intentional laughter. Okay. So intentional laughter sounds like 
Like I'm, I'm purposefully That's making right. myself laugh. Right. And which so is what you do on the show all the time. It's sort of, <laughs> I call that fake laughter. But then if you realize motion creates energy, like this theory, just that, that laughter, for even forcing yourself to laugh, there's still physiologic benefits. And when they do neural imaging, they find that there are actually two distinct neural pathways. Okay. Though the physiologic effects can be the same. Wait, 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 wait. Hold <laughs> what? on. What? Because the, the prospect of me forcing myself to laugh right. feels very painful inside of me. It feels very awkward and feels very uncomfortable. Like that, that doesn't seem like something that's going to have any sort of physiological benefit to me. See, but that's the whole point. Motion creates energy. So once you force yourself to laugh, you end, then up, end up laughing. Even if it's fake? Yeah. That's crazy. Have you ever heard of laughter yoga? No. There are people who go to these yoga classes and they just laugh for 20 to 30 minutes. The idea of going to something like that gives me the heebie-jeebies. Well, wait until you hear the physiologic effects and then you may actually sign up for this. I can't wait to get my first Zoom laughter yoga class on. That's going <sighs> to... Who's going to have the last laugh? Wow. Just saying. Well done. Okay, well, I think one of the interesting things about laughter is that... Mm -hmm. It does, in fact, ha in the research, has been shown to improve overall psychological well-being, including lowering things like stress, uh, anxiety, depression, helping people manage with those things. So mm -hmm. laughter definitely has its place uh, physiologically. So what else do we know about laughter? Like what, what are some of the things that laughter causes in your body? Well, it releases endorphins and oxytocin. And oxytocin? I mean, that's like the... the the, the, the love, the yeah, love the, hormone. The bonding hormone, yeah. Yeah, and that's amazing, right? So, like, laughter, there's very few things uh, that will secrete or cause the production of oxytocin in the body. And we know oxytocin in itself has a lot of healing properties, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, things like giving someone a hug releases a little bit of oxytocin. Um, but the fact that laughter is another mechanism for doing that, uh, that's, that's awesome. Oxytocin is really interesting, you know, it's yeah. a neuropeptide and it's actually been shown to, it's been tied to well-being and social functioning, reducing levels of anxiety, improving emotional processing, increasing trust, um, as well as implicated in several psychiatric disorders, including like social anxiety disorder um, and even things like autism spectrum disorder. So oxytocin is a really interesting neuropeptide that we should probably spend even more time talking about one day. Yeah, we'll probably do a whole episode on that. But what about endorphins? What about endorphins? Oh, my gosh. It's like the only reason why people go running, right? Is to get the endorphin rush. <laughs> right. I mean, it's that not to good. like it's not to like take care of their bodies and exercise mm. and stuff like that. It's to get the endorphins, I assume. It might I don't be. know. I've never been running. <laughs> but even in, in laughter, they've done a lot of research around analgesia and they find that people's pain thresholds have changed just based on laughter. So there's so many great neuropsychiatric downstream effects of this. So think about that, right? Like instead of reaching for your bottle of Advil or right. aspirin or something. You just laugh. Just turn on your favorite podcast comedy movie. Turn on your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a good one. I like that. See? I assume you were talking about the show. That's right. Okay, so what else? Well, there's what else does laughter do? I wanna I wanna hear all yeah, about that. Yeah, there's I'm, also I'm, like I'm starting to get bought in here. I'm starting to really Wow. Laughter yoga, here we come. I'm starting to think about treatment plans, oh. how to prescribe. That's, We're getting there. Let's do this. We're getting there because there's a lot of research on cardiovascular benefits too. So just by either intentional or instinctive laughter, they found that the heart increases stroke volume, cardiac output, decreases oxygen consumption. There's arteriovenous oxygen differences and decreased total peripheral resistance. So a lot of really important beneficial cardiovascular effects. And then as far as outcomes, we've got an epidemiology study here 
Laughter is the best medicine, question mark? A cross-sectional study of cardiovascular disease among older Japanese adults. And what they found in this study was that the daily frequency of laughter is associated with lower prevalence of cardiovascular diseases. And it could not be explained by any other of the confounding factors, such as depressive symptoms and some of the other things like body mass index, demographic lifestyle factors that they ruled out. Yeah. And let's even just talk about the more specific actual physical musculoskeletal piece of it. Because, you know, to laugh, to deep laugh, changes your muscles and your respiratory function. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what that's like. All right, we'll have to work on that. Yeah. Well, it also changes your spinal motor excitability. And they found that intense laughter causes all these muscle contractions, right? So you'd think, okay, that's going to contract and stress all your muscles. But what they found is that post-laughter relaxation of those muscles can last up to 45 minutes. That's amazing. You know what that makes me think of is hmm. uh, myofascial work and okay. neuromuscular therapy. Essentially, oh, when you're working yeah. on these muscle spindles to create mm-hmm. new new set points, uh, a lot of times you'll do something like a period of contraction followed by a period of relaxation. And that's kind of the same thing that we're talking about here. That's right. And there are other things, too. They actually, there's research around some neuroimmune parameters. They found that it you know, just having any type of laughter, intentional or instinctive, lowers your cortisol, and it works on immunoglobulins and natural killer cells, so there's some long-term immunity benefits as well. Hey, Patty. What? Did you hear about the corduroy pillows? (laughs) No. They're creating headlines. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. (laughs) What? That was a good one. Okay. That was a good one. It's one of my favorite jokes. What do you got? How do you drown a hipster? I don't know. You throw them into the mainstream. (laughs) (laughs) see health benefits i'm starting to feel what laughter yoga is going to be like that's right so that brings us to we see how much health benefit there is to laughter yeah people are actually writing laughter prescriptions that's crazy who's doing that i know well how do we do this look at all these amazing things that happen so when we were talking about the fact that there's instinctive versus intentional Something like laughter yoga, where you go and they're trying to work on your breathing, they actually make you intentionally laugh for all of these health benefits. Mm-hmm. And doctors are now writing what they're calling a laughter prescription. And how would you do this? Uh, the th- way that I would think about doing this is exploring with my patient, and I'm just doing this off the cuff, but exploring with my patient, like, what are some of the things in their life that make them laugh? Like, are, is there comedians? Are there movies, shows? Mm-hmm. What are some of those things? Are there people in their lives that are always up for, you know, they're always a good riot. Or podcasts. Or podcasts. And how can we do more of that? Well, right? like, like this less schedule time in your day to laugh. Yeah. And they actually have this thing called FIT, F I T T, that physicians can use when you're speaking to your patients. So you ask frequency, intensity, time, and type. So you basically say exactly that. When's, what's the last thing that made you laugh? Okay. How often do you laugh? Never. So just try, just trying to gauge where your patient's coming from and even prescribing something like laughter yoga, watch a funny movie, spend time intentionally laughing. Because like we said in the beginning with this MCET theory where motion creates energy, just by intentionally laughing, it will create all these downstream effects. All right, Patty, let's do a little bit of role play here. Maybe we should okay. have, uh, we should write a prescription Demonstrate what that's like to write a prescription for laughter. Okay, great idea. But in this scenario, I should probably play the doctor and you the patient because I literally laugh all day long and you don't. Yeah, robots have a historically (laughs) poor sense of humor. (laughs) So if you were my patient and you came into the office, I might ask questions like, Michael, when's the last time you laughed? 
Well, I just laughed a few minute, moments ago, actually. Yeah. And then with that, what's the intensity or the type of laughter? I don't guffaw a whole lot. Wow. I don't even remember the last time you've guffawed. Yeah. There's some snickering. I'm a snickerer. Yeah. Occasionally, I'll sort of harumph. <laughs> but not a lot of guffawing. And how long are you laughing? Uh, how long? Fleeting moments. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then with that, you might think, okay, if laughter has all these amazing physiologic benefits, I would then kind of talk to you about ways to increase that, which might be, you know, watching a funny movie or looking up laughter yoga, which is interesting, mm. or listening to a comedian, or maybe speaking to some friends who are funny and who also like to laugh, like members of our medical affairs team. Ah, uh, that's a great idea. Let's do that. I could, I could use a laugh. Or maybe by making them laugh, that'll help me to laugh. Hmm, I like that. Let's start with Donna Filatova. Hello. Hi, Donna. It's Hello. Patty and Michael. Hello, Donna Filatova. How oh are you? Oh, my God. My <laughs> favorite doctors. Hello. <laughs> All right, so here's, what, here's what's going on. We, uh, we're doing an episode on laughter. Mm-hmm. So we've got, we've got a joke for you. Patty, you want okay. to tell us one? Okay, you got a joke. Okay, the sure. joke is, what do you call a fake noodle? An impasta. I don't know. An impasta. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. I got a bonus joke. I got a bonus Go joke. Here we go. Uh, what did the tomato say to the salad? Don't look. I'm dressing. Terrible. See, we have we have just provided oh you God. some free therapy and some great downstream health benefits. Absolutely, oxytocin it. and endorphins oxytocin for days. That's right. Thank you. Right. I needed it. Great. <laughs> you take care now. You go have a good rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. That was good. I feel I feel slightly better. See, well, let's try one more. Okay. Just, let's just try Christine Stuby. Okay. Hello, Doctor Christine Stuby. It's Patty and hey, Michael. Hey, Stubes. Hi, Patty and Michael. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? Uh, we're good. We're doing an episode on uh, the healing power of laughter, which, to be quite frank, was your idea on this one. So thank you for so that. Thanks for that. And uh, this <laughs> you're is, welcome. This is how we pay you back by calling <laughs> you and trying to get you to laugh by telling you a ridiculous joke. So Patty, take it away. What's the best time Ooh. of day to go to the dentist? Mm, I don't know. Two thirty. What? Two thirty. <laughs> <laughs> what's What's the best thing about Switzerland? What? I don't know, but the flag is a big plus. <laughs> <laughs> These are ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we got. A little bit of uh, oxytocin uh, rush for you. Some endorphins, Some endorphins for, you. for uh, I love it. To Thank help you. you relax and have a great rest of your day. What a gift. Thank you, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. We'll talk to you again soon. Okay, bye. Bye. That was good. I, I feel like a totally changed person now after doing that. Oh, less stress. I feel wonderful. Invigorated. Jovial. Great. Buoyant. You certainly look that way. Well, here's another fun fact for you. It's not funny. It's just a fun fact. Okay. The study of laughter is called gelontology. What are you on about? Seriously, gelontology? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. It's actually these gelontologists are the ones that are, that are doing all of this research, looking at neuroimaging, yeah. you know, getting people to do this forced laughter versus spontaneous laughter, measuring all these biomarkers. They're all gelontologists. Yeah. You know, another thing I find interesting is like how the perception of humor has mm-hmm. changed over generations and over decades. And, yeah, I, yeah I find and changes this, like based on your culture too, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. I, I find that all so interesting. Like if you just go back and you look at like what was funny 40 years ago and how some of it, so some of it stands up, but a lot of it does not. Yeah. And just the idea that the overall gestalt of people's uh-huh. humor changes. That I find that fascinating. It is fascinating. And I think as functional medicine clinicians, when we're dealing with any patient who wants to, number one, optimize their health, or you're trying to get to the root cause of, yeah. of what's going on with them, laughter is actually a really good therapy to prescribe. Laughter is a really good therapy. Now, I wonder about those people who are indeed uh, struggle with laughter. You know, if they came back with and you were asking some of those questions and they really and truly were somebody that does not... Uh, does not laugh very often, then I might start to investigate, you know, is this some, an area where, uh, to me, like trauma is something that is going to impose, uh, our, our real sense of ability to laugh. And another study that I read was that, um, laughter did have some impact on depression and stress, uh, but it didn't seem to have much of an impact on anxiety. Hmm. which was kind of interesting too. I wonder about, you know, how much the wiring behind anxiety impacts the ability to, to find humor in certain situations. And that even gets further into a root cause. So you use other therapies like we talked about, like heart rate variability, for example. Right. Because when you think about it, if you're, if you go back to polyvagal theory, when you are at the height of stress, when you are elevated to the point that you are in, you know, sympathetic overdrive, then it's really difficult to to find any sort of humor in situations. You're going to have to be a mu- much more of autonomic balance to even get to that place of, of finding humor in situations. Yeah, so engaging your parasympathetic will help. And then once you get that muscle, mm-hmm. then you can then work on forced laughter or laughter therapy or laughter yoga. Well, that's all very interesting, Patty, but, um, you know... I'm just looking at my watch. Okay. And I think it's time. Is it time? I think it's definitely time. All right. What time is it? Oh, you know what time it is. Question of the day. 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 Wait, what time is it? Oh, I think you know what time it is. Question of the day. Question of the day. Question of the day. Question of the day. One, two, three. All right, I've got a question of the day. Okay. What's the funniest thing that's happened on this podcast? I laugh all the time on this show, so that's a tough one for no, me. No, what's the funniest moment? Hmm. Well, for me, the funniest thing that's happened since we've been doing this podcast, well, in addition to the concept that I laugh at everything you say through this show, when we were interviewing Drew Manning, my microphone fell apart. That was going to be <laughs> mine. <laughs> so what, what was not seen was me holding all these pieces of a microphone together, yeah. trying to continue this interview. It was like... Yeah, so to try and paint a visual picture, <laughs> right? We've got these microphones on the stands. And all of a sudden, like, Patty's messing, fiddling around with one of the screws or something, and the microphone fidgeter. piece of it just <laughs> pops off as she's asking a question to Drew Manning. 
<laughs> and so then she's like holding it and trying to figure out like how this thing fits back together some way <laughs> in the middle of this interview. And she, and so she ultimately resigns and just has to hold it. But she doesn't just hold the microphone in front of her face. She actually holds it like where it should be attached to the microphone. <laughs> right. However, the interview was seamless. So it was absolutely seamless. There you go. Totally professional. Well Thank done. You. Thank you. Way to thrive under pressure. <laughs> Next time on The Lab Report, Dr. Neil Paulvin. We're going to talk about low-dose naltrexone. Interesting. You've been listening to The Lab Report. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast, rate us, and leave us a review. To learn more about Genova Diagnostics, visit our website at gdx.net. There you'll find information on specific testing, educational resources, and how to connect with our show. Call us at 1-800-522-4762 or email us at podcast at gdx.net. What's your go-to movie to make you laugh? Oh, yeah. Uh, the Big Lebowski. Oh, good one. Every dude. time. Every time. It's still the dude. Still gets funnier and funnier to me, and I've probably seen it 30 <laughs> times. That's a good one, actually. How about you? Mm, probably Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, it's a classic. <laughs>